welcome to my Make Smart Sexy Show. This is your host, Karen Lee. I am a child of God, a change maker, a health and wellness coach, a neuroscience geek, and a daughter to a pair of amazing parents. Today is my seventh episode, and I'm so grateful to you for tuning in. Simply a soul-stirring mission that is to empower and equip individuals like you to live healthier, longer, smarter, and stronger. Most importantly, pain-free. Also, I'm on a mission to share the right and smart information from renowned experts in areas of positive psychology, brain health, mental health, and well-being with you. In this episode, I want to talk about excuses that prevent you from exercising. Now, I can understand before COVID-19, many of us were always rushing and never thought much about our health and well-being. Now that we are living in such a quarantine 2020, our normal living patterns are being thrown off. In this episode, I so want to talk about common excuses that people come up with when exercising is mentioned. Today, in this episode, I want to talk about five excuses that prevent people from exercising, most especially women. So female listeners, don't shoot me down. I'm not putting us down at all. All of us were in such a shoe before, I'm sure. And I'm sure you were not born out of your mother's womb and started exercising, right? We procrastinated in some point and found joy later. My intention, however, is not to change your mind after this episode, but to allow you to see what might be triggering or limiting you from exercising. Honestly, the word exercising scares a majority of us, mostly women. I speak for myself. I remember I hated 2.4 kilometer run in my secondary school days and wished for it to disappear from the face of the earth. But the irony is, I represented my school team in 4x4 relay in my primary school for a couple of years. But I stopped. As I got to university, I realized I hated running for no apparent reason. And yet running is one cardio activity that boosts my stamina and endurance. So I thought back in those days, not that it isn't now. Then I realized that I hated running because of the heat and humidity in Singapore. The feeling of discomfort sets and lingers on my skin, which resulted in heat rash, drove me to tears often. Seeing a dermatologist for a number of reasons hadn't solved the issue until I discovered the trigger. And I finally found my limiting factor and began to enjoy short runs as short as 200 meters. Yes, I love sprinting and night runs and took part in my first night marathon in 2018, the Star Wars run. It was such an amazing and wonderful run. And ever since, I have been running night runs for years. In fact, if you're abled, you can run and it's a matter of how far and how long you run. It is also an important skill to have, like running away from predators 
And I don't mean dogs or fast-running animals. I mean stalkers, street robbers, and perverts. Alright, enough about that. Let's dive back to excuses. What is the most common excuse I hear from individuals? One, I have no time to exercise law. I love this one. Honestly, are you living on another planet? If not, all of us have 24 hours too. We love to say we're busy. Have you ever thought that being busy is actually a lie? If there are busier people that could exercise, then so could you. Yet, even though we agree and acknowledge that we still believe that we are too busy to exercise, the question is, are you using your time wisely or are you simply chasing after your Korean or Netflix drama? We are in this extended circuit breaker in Singapore, or known as lockdown period overseas. Don't we have lots of time at hand? Are we distracted with too much to do because there seems to be so much free content to watch and learn with so little time it seems? So, admit that time is not an issue. It is probably something else. Let me break it to you truthfully. Maybe you don't like it. You are afraid you would have to give up something else in favor of exercise. Whatever the real reason, you need to find what the limiting factor is in order to give your body a chance to feel really good. And I mean really good. 2. I have so much to do. Exercise can wait, can? You might be worried that there are more important things to do than exercising and that exercising will take too much of your precious time. Time you rather spend on other important things like catching your favorite Netflix show. Then, if I may suggest, how about exercising and watching at the same time, like doing 10 repetitions of seated knee lifts or even single knee lifts to work your core muscles? That's killing two birds of a stone, right? Honestly, you are not alone. If not taking care of your body makes you feel guilty, then know that you can change it. Remember, you can experiment with different types of exercises or you can treat it as movement. For example, lunging to get your coffee from the living room to the kitchen or lifting one leg up as you brush your teeth in the morning or before you go to bed. Get creative and who knows, you might like it. Start with what is easy. Moving is a word easier to accept than exercising. You move anyway, right? So why not get creative with movement at home? 3. I have negative bad experiences. My classmates always laughed at me when I did jumping jacks. I understand that you felt embarrassed when you did your jumping jacks. Fortunately, your past does not need to define your future. Your past does not need to define who you are now. A client of mine wanted to start exercising but did not know what to do first. She did not want to exercise at the park near her home in case she gets spotted by her neighbors. She was embarrassed about it. So she started exercising in her home. 
and she started taking the bus and alighting two stops before her actual bus stop. She began walking a lot and chose to take the stairs at every given opportunity. For example, when she sees a stairway at the train station, she uses the stairs instead of the escalator. She stays on the eighth floor and takes the stairs. It was very difficult for her, but she enjoyed the process and the satisfaction after. And a few months later, she started feeling fitter and confident and was not embarrassed about exercising in the park anymore. Four, I, uh, I don't need to exercise lah. I can just lose weight from eating healthily, can? Who are you kidding? And no, I'm not judging, but if everyone thinks the same, then this world has no obesity and chronic illnesses, right? Eating and exercising is a twin package. Look, it is not buy one, get one free. It is tightly bundled, which means you can't do without each other. And I can't stress enough the benefits of exercising. For one, it decreases the risk of various diseases and bad health conditions. It increases longevity. It increases mood and energy levels. It improves sleep and helps you better control your weight. And last but not least, Ayay, I'm not motivated now, okay? That's why I contacted you, right? I'm not disciplined at all. I need someone to push me, can or not. I feel you. I get this a lot from my clients when they first contacted me. During our complimentary consultation, this is such a common factor. I can't push myself, therefore I want to hire a personal trainer to push me. We think that motivation is the answer to sticking to exercise. If only we wanted it enough, then we would make it happen. However, that's not true. Motivation is always there. You just don't know it. It is not because you're not motivated. It's because something stops you. If you're a parent and you have a child who doesn't want to study or who finds homework hard, and simply does not feel like doing it? As a parent, are you just going to let him or her sit and do nothing? Or are you going to find solutions for him or her? You are motivated to help find ways by hook or by crook, right? But why? Is it because you care as a parent? Or does it look bad on you if your kid is last in class? Regardless of the reason, you care. Similarly, you care about your health, but perhaps the degree of self-care is not high enough or the degree of self-love is not deep enough. Okay, ask yourself this question. How badly do I want to change? Again, how badly do I want to change? If you hesitate for one bit, you're not ready. If you eagerly said, yes, I'm ready, then my next question to you is, what does it take for you to be committed to the change? I repeat, what does it take for you to be committed to the change? So you see, motivation is not the real issue here. It is something else that holds you back. Is it your limiting belief? Maybe you think you need to exercise for one hour, but you do not know how to do it 
or maybe you need to find the right time. But sorry to break it to you, there is never the right time. Whatever the real reason is, find it. It is the only way to remove the obstacle that is in your way. So, if you are looking for someone to empower you or to help you find a limiting factor or to guide you the right coaching techniques, look no further. I am a certified health and wellness coach and I was trained by Well Coaches School of Coaching, which is one of the best in the world. They are affiliated with Harvard Medical School and a majority of the faculty members are board certified coaches. And this means that they work with doctors as board advisory in the realm of coaching practice. Well Coaches is also affiliated and endorsed by ICF, that stands for International Coaching Federation. So, book a 15-minute discovery call with me to see if accountability coaching suits you. Or, if you're not coping well in this lockdown period and would like to speak to somebody, feel free to contact me and I'll be more than happy to chat with you. My website is www.coachanywhere.fitness and again, it's www.coachanywhere.fitness Alright folks, that's all I have for you today. Stay safe, stay home, mask on, love you, Coach Karen, signing out.